Thanks for being with us here on this Tuesday morning. It's the Morning Tailgate Raider Nation Radio. Lindsey Brown, Clay Baker, and Vinny Bonsignor live from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. Got a big show lined up for you today as we will talk with Lydia Murphy Stevens, the pioneer of sports media. She's with Sports Bubble. We will talk to her at 7.30. Can't wait to talk to Lydia about something new that she's got going on. We met her during the Super Bowl, and we want to bring her on here. We'll talk to her about the sports landscape and media and how it's starting to merge and so it's starting to tell a different story in certain sports like college football. I'll tell you what that means, 7.30, 8 o'clock, Jason Fitz, Yahoo Sports. 9 o'clock, we'll talk to Ian Cummings from Pro Football Network. He's their NFL draft analyst. He's live at the Combine, and at 9.45, it's Sam and Ash, Street Legal. Ash, the attorney, will join us as we will talk about all things in and around the sports and legal world. And Vinny Bonsignor live in Indianapolis along a radio row. Good morning, Vinny. What's it like down there, man? Well, we're just getting started. It is 10 a.m. Indianapolis time, so everyone's getting set up on Radio Row. It feels like we just saw a bunch of these people uh, a couple of weeks ago in Las Vegas uh, at the Super Bowl, so uh, kind of a a mini reunion just a couple weeks later, and uh, pretty soon, uh, right behind us, there's a a, a big old curtain uh, that separates us from the players, and today it's going to be the general managers and coaches. Tom Telesco, the Raiders general manager, speaks at 1 p.m. local time. That's 10 a.m. your time. Uh, So we're just kind of getting it started. Uh, Everybody's fired up, ready to go. What percentage of words do you uh, think are going to be believable that are going to be coming out of Tom Telesco's mouth today? <laughs> uh, you know, he's he's pretty he's a he's a straight shooter, so uh, we're going to have a chance to talk to him a couple of different times. So uh, I know Tom, and I know that uh, he's not going to give away you know the recipe uh, to anything. But uh, I I don't I don't I don't. Um, He's not one that's going to just throw stuff out there just to be devious or, or set up a thing. He's, 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 a, he's straightforward. A lot of these guys actually are. It's more the agents <laughs> that, uh, that are the ones that you have to kind of keep an eye on a little bit. Um, but, you know, uh, they're not going to answer every question they can't, obviously, for obvious reasons. Uh, but but I, I don't take any of them uh, to be disingenuous or, or literally lead you down the path. I, don't, I, don't, um, I haven't had that experience with general managers or coaches for that matter. Well, this is that week where like some coaches will want to present themselves in a certain way and, and organizations like, all right, are the Raiders going to trade up? Are they looking for different ways? And sometimes they don't always tell you exactly what they want, you know, maybe not being dece- de- de- deceiving, but sometimes there's smoke screens and during this week of what teams' real intentions are in the draft. And there's a lot of people that feel like the Raiders are, you know, trying to look at moving up in the draft order. And this is that week where both Tom Telesco and Antonio Pierce get a chance to work together on something yeah no doubt about that and I think that um, you know what what they will say to that is all options are open everything's on the table as it is and the fir- first and foremost um, and I think people you know have to have to uh, wrap their head around a couple of different factors number one the Raiders have to fall in love with somebody enough to want to move up and I'm not saying that hasn't happened but this is a big leg in that journey in deciding whether or not that truly is the case, right? So you have to, that has to happen uh, first and foremost. And secondly, uh, and this is always a key to these types of situations, you have to find a dance partner. Just because you want to trade up doesn't mean you can trade up. Now, I do think that there's usually a price uh, that, uh, that will uh, be con- that convincing enough uh, to trade up if you really want to. But at the same time, like, I don't think the Chicago Bears uh, in any way, form, are going to trade that pick unless it's because 
Caleb Williams doesn't want to play for Chicago and he wants to go join Cliff Kingsbury in Washington, then I can see them moving down to two because of a circumstance that, you know, that, uh, uh, that, that changed their course. But, but if I'm the Raiders, there's no way that they're going to get the number one pick overall. I think it's Caleb Williams. I think it's to the Bears unless he makes it known that, look, I want to go play for Cliff Kingsbury and then maybe Washington um, you know, in a flip-flop situation. I don't think that two is going to trade, so I don't think the commanders, if they stay there, are, are going to trade. Or if it's the Bears, I don't think they're going to trade from number two. So um, you, you have to find that out pretty early in the process. If you're the Raiders, hey, is there a chance we can move up to number two? Is there a chance we can move up to number one? I think they're going to be stonewalled in that regard. So the next best option, most likely option, um, would be the, the New England Patriots. And so I think that's almost where the starting point has to be for a trade target. And then that relies on the Patriots being willing to trade down from or trade to number 13 uh, from number three and what it would cost uh, for that to happen. Talking to Vinny Bonson, your first chair on the gate and for the Las Vegas Review Journal live from Indianapolis. And the thing is, with, with names like Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, not everybody's throwing at this combine. I can understand everybody's got their own decisions to make. We're even seeing some clients, uh, at least some agents are advising their players not to take that S2 test after the, the results were leaked last year for C.J. Stroud. But when those guys out are, are they're not out there, that's going to offer a different opportunity for certain guys to shine. Who do you think has the the biggest opportunity to really uh, bolster their stock, considering some of the biggest names at the quarterback position won't be around on the field. Yeah, and I don't think Caleb needs to throw here. If I was his agent, I, w- I would have uh, advised him to do exactly what he's doing. Uh, there's really only downside for him. Uh, to me, he's locked in at number one, uh, whether that's the commanders or, or the Bears, whoever end up with that pick. Uh, so, so I think that he's doing the right thing by just coming here and interviewing and, and doing all that. The medicals, uh, that's that's important for him. Uh, what's up, buddy? Um, so, uh, in terms of anyone overtaking him, I don't see that that's going to happen. So, but where I think it, and I think I think two and three, um, how whatever order you have them in, I personally have it in, in Drake May and then Jaden Daniels. But whatever order you you have them in, and whatever you know, however teams feel about two and three. I think that's pretty locked in uh, as well. I think where it, where it really gets interesting now is J.J. McCarthy and how much ground can he make up? Um, what, you know, he's, he comes in with a lot of momentum toward being a top 10 pick, and uh, he can really help himself in solidifying that first and foremost and maybe even pushing himself into maybe the top five, uh, that kind of a range where if you're a team in that top five and you need a quarterback, maybe that's the direction that you go in or – I think this is the more likely scenario. One of those teams from six, five, four uh, gets gets convinced to trade that pick, um, so that whoever is behind them and wants to go get JJ McDaniel or JJ McCarthy ends up trading for that pick. Um, then, then after that, I think there's a little bit of a fall off um, with your Michael Penix and your Bo Nixes, and I think both of those guys have a chance really this week. Uh, to kind of get themselves out of maybe that second round, uh, you know, uh, area and and push themselves in the first round. But it's going to be dependent on them really doing well here in the combine. So they're going to have the opportunity to shine in terms of the workouts, in terms of the interviews. They and J.J. McCarthy, uh, I think, are are the three that can help themselves. And the last one I would say is, is Spencer Rattler from uh, from South Carolina. I think he can make some headway uh, here as well. Not necessarily as a first-round pick, uh, but somebody that can really solidify himself in that second round, maybe the third round. Uh, Vinny, then if you think about the difference makers at quarterback, uh, how high do the Raiders have to move up in the draft to secure one of them? 
Yeah, well, I mean, uh, obviously number three, if you're talking about, uh, you know, Jaden uh, Daniels or Jake May, uh, if you if if they if they feel like, um, you know, JJ, if, if they feel like they can't get access to one of those two quarterbacks, or let's just say for argument's sake, Jaden Daniels, but they really do feel strongly about JJ, uh, I, I would say six. I think that's the Tennessee Titans, maybe five, where the Giants are. I think the Giants are in a little bit of a uh, precarious uh, position, if you're, especially if you're the Raiders or a team that's looking up. How do they really feel about quarterback? Yes, Daniel Jones is under contract, but we all know that that's a contract that they could get out of um, with, with minimal pain after this year. So um, are they a team to watch when it comes to McCarthy? Maybe, he, maybe that's where he ends up. He sits for a year. Uh, they play Daniel Jones you know, for, 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 for this season, then they walk away from him, and they hand it over to J.J. next year. I, I think that's where it gets a little curious um, in terms of where do you have to move up to make sure you're in range to get uh, somebody like like J.J. McCarthy. The Tennessee Titans, I think that they have their quarterback in place, or at least they're willing to give Will Levis um, you know, a year or two to, to, to determine whether or not he truly is their quarterback of the future. I think it's incumbent on them to rebuild around him and to give him the infrastructure that he needs to succeed. Uh, so maybe they're looking to trade back uh, to gather more assets uh, where they are drafting. Because uh, I, I do think that if you're the Raiders, you need to get ahead of the Vikings. You need to head, get, get ahead of the Broncos. And you may need to he- get ahead of the Atlanta Falcons. We don't know what their plan is at quarterback. But I do know that uh, they're probably looking to upgrade that position. How do they do that? Do they do it through a trade with a Justin Fields? Do they, uh, do they think about a Kirk Cousins in free agency um, or Russell Wilson in free agency? Uh, or or do, they, do, they think, do they start thinking about... Um, you know uh, the, the draft. Maybe maybe they maybe they strike out in in free agency and and in trades, uh, and maybe they decide that they want a quarterback, and so they're sitting there. I think at number seven, I believe. Um, that's a team that you have to worry about too, if you're the Raiders, in, in terms of who do you have to jump ahead of to make sure you get your quarterback. Yeah, I think the Giants are somebody that you could put some pressure on. I think that they're uniquely desperate right now, and mm-hmm. Dayball's never been able to actually pick his guy. And I know we've 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 talked about this a little bit before, but they're a, a fascinating player uh, in the upcoming weeks as we go up into the draft. And one of the prospects we don't spend a lot of time talking about because so much of the conversation is soaked up by quarterbacks. But what about Marvin Harrison Jr.? This guy is literally probably one of the best wide receivers to come out in years. What's more likely in your mind, Vin Dog? Uh, someone trades up to go take him in the top five or he falls out of the top five picks due to some teams just saying, I need that quarterback and I'm going to take him right here. Yeah, I don't see him getting past the Cardinals. Or, and, if, and, if, and if the Cardinals were to, were to you know, uh, trade out of that position, and I don't know if that they uh, are, are, are so inclined. They've got a whole bunch of draft picks because of some shrewd trading that they've done uh, the last couple of years. Um, I don't see him getting past four, and I certainly wouldn't see him getting past the Chargers. I mean, you think of Marvin Harrison with Justin Herbert, uh, and what John or Jim Harbaugh wants to do in, with, with the Chargers, uh, it would be hard for me to believe that in any form or fashion uh, that, uh, that, that he gets past either of those two teams. What does it mean, though, to have certain guys like Brian Dable that, you know, they want to have their own quarterback? Not, not unlike how uh, in Chicago, you know, the, as, as young and as talented as Justin Fields could be, they still want to find their guy. Each head coach needs to be tied in and pinned with their quarterback. So for Brian Dable to extend his career, I would have to think he 
would probably be desirous to be in play for a QB. In fact, they got about seven picks in the draft uh, with a guy like Marvin Harrison also out there kind of tantalizing as another weapon to maybe make that offense better. But let's see how putrid the Giants offense was. They need to get going and they need to get going now. This is that draft where they need to hit with the offense. How do you think they'll approach it? Yeah, and, and you could look at it this way, too. I mean, they're coming off a 6-11 and season. Uh, yes, I understand um, you know, where you're coming from. Does Brian Dable want his own quarterback? Uh, but, but, but maybe Brian Dable wants to win some games right now, and he feels like a healthy Daniel Jones. Because you've got to look at it from the coach's perspective. Coming off a losing season where they took a major step backward, uh, do I, do I want to you know, forsake that, or, or do I want to continue in, on, on that, that path potentially by drafting a young quarterback and playing him, or uh, do I want to help around Daniel Jones, which could in turn help my chances of staying around here a little bit longer by getting back on track and having a winning season. So uh, I would think like that. that's why they, they are a curious team. Like, How does Brian Dable feel uh, about the possibility of drafting a quarterback that high, or uh, does he feel like, um, you know, if I if I if I help around Daniel Jones, that's going to make Daniel Jones better. That's going to put us in a better position to win right now. And that's going to help keep my job secure. Yeah, certainly a bunch of different ways that all the teams can go as we lead up to the draft combine. You already mentioned that Tom Telesco is going to be speaking at 10 a.m. our time. I'm sure we'll be carrying that here on Raider Nation Radio. But what's the schedule like for the rest of your day today? Because I know you got a lot of people to talk to and a lot of responsibilities. Yeah, um, a, a lot of that, a lot of today is, is you know, I want to go sit in on, I want to hear what the Bears have to say. Uh, I want right. to hear what the Giants have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so uh, we'll be popping around Q&I uh, at the various, you know, teams that the Patriots, we're going to go sit in on the, or I think Q's going to do that. I think the, the, the Patriots speak before we get off the show today. Um, but like in terms of what are they thinking? And like you said, they're not going to, they're not going to lend, you know, they're not going to, um, you know, uh, uh, play their hand. But I remember, what was it? A couple of years ago, Pete Carroll saying, yeah, if people call and, 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 you know, uh, about Russell Wilson, I'm going to have to listen. So you, you'll get some of that too. Like there, there, there are going to be some general managers. Hey, Hey, I, I, I'm open for business. I'm open to anything. Let's see how this all kind of plays out. So I, I do think there's some there's some stuff to be able to glean um, from these uh, availabilities that these general managers are going to have, um, and so it'll be interesting to hear what some of these guys have to say uh, about their situations, and especially in terms of what we could read into it from a writer's perspective. So Vinny Bonsignori is live at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, as well as with Q Myers. Uh, you can hear Q later on today from 2 to 5, and they're going to be collecting some great sound and thoughts and observations from the Combine in Indianapolis with all the coaches, GMs, talking about their intentions and perhaps maybe telling you what their intentions are for the draft. We'll take a break. We'll come back, Lindsay and I, here in Las Vegas. Uh, before we do, you know, Craig Williams, our promotions director, has done such a wonderful job of hooking us up with some prizes for this week. And uh, there's some interesting stuff going down this weekend, especially at Planet Hollywood. And I want to hook you up now if you're listening and you want to go to this race. You've seen the advertisements for Nitro Cross all over the valley. And we have tickets for opening night at the Nitro Cross Championship Weekend, March 1st. It goes March 1st through the 2nd. But we have tickets for March 1st, Nitrodome at Planet 
Planet Hollywood. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. But I got two tickets for you to go see this, you know, uh, this brand new all all new facility for this huge series of Nitro Cross. It's right behind the Planet Hollywood off Koval Lane, kind of neighboring the F1's paddock building, and it's going to be awesome. Under the lights of the Strip, call 702-365-9200. I'll hook you up with two tickets to see Nitro Cross on the championship weekend for March 1st here on Raider Nation Radio. Back after this. Yeah, quite honestly, I you know when I interviewed for this job, I didn't see it as like it was that the head coach's job was open and like he's the head coach. Um, you know, AP came in, you know, in short notice and produced on the field. Um, didn't do anything to not have the job. So he had the job at the end of the year. He was a head coach when I came in an interview. That's, that's the way I kind of looked at it. Um, just the way he, he galvanized the team. He galvanized the building. He galvanized the fan base. Um, so that is a huge part of it because um, you have to get that right. Um, so to have that in place, obviously, yeah, a big part of, of taking this job is to have that, to have a leader like this. Um, that we've already seen on the field what he can do. Um, so it's exciting. Yeah, here we are. It's Raider Nation Radio. Thanks for being with us. That was Tom Telesco talking about joining forces with the Raiders and Antonio Pearson. They are working together now at the NFL Combine as Vinny is live in Indianapolis for that. But first, first, it's time to get you some money. Let's get you some money because Raider Nation Radio is starting your year off with a chance to hit the jackpot every Monday through Friday. You can win $2,024. All you got to do is listen for the daily code and text it to 702, 702, not 702-365-9200 to register. Contest opens up at each day at 7 a.m. Goes till 5 p.m. And today's code... Frontier, F-R-O-N-T-I-E-R is the code word today. Send that in to 702-365-9200 for your chance to win $2,024. Hit the damn jackpot. All thanks to Lotus Broadcasting and Raider Nation Radio. And whoever you are, Jesse, you sent that word in at 7.02 a.m. Before we even gave it out. I don't know what your secret is. Pretty good, Jesse. But technically, technically, you're in. <laughs> not saying you're a winner, but you are qualified. You're in. Sorry to Isaiah and John, who both texted in at 12.27 a.m. and 4.56 a.m. respectively. Those are not the times in which we are accepting. But no, now we are. No, but now you can. Now you're involved. Text frontier. the word Frontier. 702-365-9200. Also be listening around 7.30. We'll have Lydia Murphy-Stevens, CEO of Sports Bubble. She'll be with Hall of Famer and Super Bowl champion, former Raider Ronnie Lott, oh, yeah. as well, to talk about Sports Bubble. Very interesting concept that's going on and sweeping the nation. It is. It is. You might as well go get ahead of it and download it on your on your phone, on your telephone device, because I have. And uh, I think that they have a great idea, so I'm excited oh, to yes. unpack that and their thoughts. And I'm going to ask uh, a little bit about their, their background as well. And so really excited to get into that conversation with them in just a few minutes. And Vinny, live in Indianapolis, and we come back with those comments from Tom Telesco about working with Antonio Pierce. What do you think, though, let's say if like you, you have an idea of a target to either trade up to a number five or, or number three or number six with the Giants, number three with the Patriots, what do you think uh, Telesco and Antonio Pierce, what, are we, what do you think they're willing to part with now because we know the stakes are going to be high for those coveted positions? Yeah, I think it's if it's number uh, three, um, and I know that Daniel Jeremiah, you know, had had thrown this out there. And it's kind of the it's kind of the uh, what the San Francisco 49ers gave up to move from number twelve to number three uh, for Trey Lance. What was that? Twenty twenty one, and uh, essentially, you know, it would be something along the lines of, uh, you know, the Raiders' first round pick in this year, the twenty third to thirteen pick, 
They're first and third next year, and their first rounder the year after that. So essentially, a swap of first round picks this year, two more first round picks in 2025 and 2026, and then a 2025 third rounder as well. So something along those lines. Uh, that was the model, um, you know, uh, a couple of years ago when when the 49ers moved up from 12 to three. So it's going to be something along those lines. And and I, I'm a firm believer that if you fall in love with your guy. Uh, if you feel like he's a must-have, uh, then um, you have to do what it takes uh, to go get that quarterback. And that's where it becomes uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, in fact, uh, Daniel Jeremiah, we have that sound. Uh, we'll, we could play that at, so, at some point, um, you know, as far as uh, what his answer was to that, to that question. But if th- this is where J.J. McCarthy becomes so interesting to the Raiders. If he can show this week and, you know, as, as the, I'm sure they've, done all the film work now they'll they'll do this here at the scouting combine and i'm sure they'll be at his pro day and i'm sure you know they'll probably have him in for a personal visit uh to the facility over at over at henderson but if they feel like it's pretty close between that qb3 and the qb4 but it's going to cost a whole lot less to move up to five or six or wherever they feel like they have to get to get a jj mccarthy that's what's so interesting about this week and so interesting about jj mccarthy does he change that does do they feel like it's close enough where they don't necessarily have to get to number three but if they don't um then i think that they're going to have to do some business with with the new england patriots and be uh, willing to meet what that price is and if i'm the raiders uh i'm willing to meet that price because i think getting the quarterback is the most important thing of this offseason Talking to Vinny Bonsignor, uh, he's on location at the draft right now. First chair responsibilities takes him away from our studio. But if Antonio Pierce walked up to you right now and said, Vinny, you're representing the Raiders core in, uh, in, a, in a draft combine uh, bonanza with all of the other people that are there to cover it, what event do you think you could drop right now and find a way to dominate if you were asked to? If I, um, in terms of a, uh, you know, uh, we'll t- are you going to do three-cone drill, 40-yard dash? I'd be pretty like, good at that Wonderlick test, uh, I think. Probably not. I'd probably suck at the Wonderlick test. Um, yeah, I had uh, – I was, I, was, I was definitely quicker than I was fast, um, and I was, you know, somewhat of an athlete back in the day. So I played catcher. I played guard in football, defensive tackle in football. So my quickness was pretty good. I was not going to outrun you. Uh, that's for sure. So forget about the 40. I'm not doing the 40. I'm going to pass on that. My agent told me not to do that. I got a little, <laughs> I got a little hammy. So I don't want to. I don't want to go out there. Yeah, I got a little tweak, so I'm not going to do the hammy, <laughs> but it, but it's good enough and strong enough uh, to do the uh, the short shuttle and the, and the three cone. That's awesome. Vinny Bonsignor is live in Indianapolis from the NFL Combine. We'll get more information from Vinny live down in Indianapolis over at their radio row. But we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with Lydia Murphy-Stevens as well as Hall of Famer Super Bowl champion Ronnie Lott from Sports Bubble. We'll talk to them about the ever-changing landscape of sports media, especially as it comes to watching football and everything else that it comes down to on your phones and on your devices. We'll talk to them next here on Raider Nation Radio. Thanks for coming back with us here on the Morning Tailgate Raider Nation Radio. Lindsey Brown, Clay Baker, Vinny Bonsignor live in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine. We want to turn our attention to a fascinating new product that we were able to get a hold of and, and understand during Radio Row of Super Bowl week, and it's called Sports Bubble. Sportsbubble.io online. You can also check it out in your App Store or Google Play. It's amazing. Sports bubble and watch sports. And here with us now is CEO Lydia Murphy-Steffens, as well as NFL Hall of Famer, four-time Super Bowl champion, and former Raider Ronnie Lott. Good morning to the both of you. Thank you for calling in. Good morning. 
Happy to be here. So happy to have you on, Lydia and Ronnie. And we're going to start with you first, Lydia, because you're you're the one that I met on the radio row. You're the one slinging the product, the Watch Sports app. I downloaded it last night. Super seamless, seamless setup, I should say, not as seamless as my delivery of this question. But uh, where did you get the inspiration uh, for this app? And, and what are you trying to accomplish in a very fragmented sports media world? Oh, wow. Thank you for asking. Um, I'm a sports fan. I I love watching sports. And, you know, I watch sports on the go. And and when you're out of house, it's really difficult to quickly find, you know, the event schedule information and then connect, particularly in the streaming era that we're in, right? There's like so many different places offering select um, events, whether it's an NFL game or a women's college soccer game, you know, as a fan, you just want to know, like, where can I watch and get it, you know, get there quickly. And so that was the inspiration for the Watch Sports app. Um, and I have the background. Um, my my career has been in sports media, and I knew what a tangled web it was in regards to you know, media rights and what streaming services or TV networks offered, you know, viewing. But, you know, most fans don't care about that. They just want to know where and, you know, how they can watch. That's sports media pioneer, former Olympian, Lydia Murphy-Steffens here with us, and Ronnie Lott, former uh, Raider, Hall of Famer, and four-time Super Bowl champion. Ronnie, she brings up a good idea, like, there's such a proliferation of sports and live sports every day, but yet there's never been a, uh, a place to contain them and actually go and categorize them and allow people to watch them, not only on their device, but actually get a good sense of where they are uh, internationally and nationally, and for the first time, the Watch Sports app does that. It brings it all to you. Yes, it does, and that's what's so exciting is that uh, when you think about sports today, uh, I mean, I wake up at 6 in the morning every once in a while, and when you wake up at 6, you're trying to find some content. And as you're trying to find that content, a lot of times, especially when it's around sports, it's hard to really be able to figure out where to go. And so now Sports Bubble can be that product that you can go to and that product that now gives you the opportunity to be able to see all the things you want to see. And I think sports, especially now that it's global, you're finding ways to be able to watch, you know, all these incredible athletes from around the globe. And as we've seen, especially in the NBA, we've seen these players now come in from different parts of the world. And and for me, as a kid growing up, I used to love to go out and try to figure out who's going to be the next, you know, <laughs> Lou Alcindor. And yes. now here we got this kid – and and uh, we got this kid in San Antonio who was a phenomenal basketball player. And just think if I had had a chance to watch him when he was in high school or when he was younger. And I think what we're going to start to see is we're going to start to see more and more content being delivered. And just knowing what I know about Lydia, Lydia is going to be in the forefront of that. And what I love about her is that every time I've been around her as an entrepreneur, I've seen her find ways to not only innovate, but also to partner with the right people. And that's what you're seeing here. Because when you think of firms like the NFL and you think of FUBU and you think of the Pac-12 and you think of all of those people, those people have had, had, they got to believe and trust in her and her capabilities. So that says a lot about what she's done and what she's built here. 
Yeah, we're talking to two very prolific athletes that have turned into uh, big-time entrepreneurs in the in the second, third, fourth chapters of our lives. Ronnie Lott and Lydia Murphy Stevens here to join us, and and Lydia and Ronnie for that matter. You guys have all been focused on timing. You know, back in your sports careers, Lydia, you were a speed skater. Ronnie, you're obviously a, a big-time football player trying to stop people in that secondary. But you mentioned the the tinkering and finding video of of people to watch to find to add you know a little something extra to your game to make you unique. But Lydia, what is the smallest detail that you've spent the most time tinkering with on this app? Because I know you got your your kids involved in the development, making sure that you guys get your viewers from the point A to point B the quickest time possible. Ronnie and I are around the same age. And so we grew up in an era of linear television. And there were a finite number of telecast windows where sports were available. And it was 99% 99% men's sports. And then slowly over the years, we started to see maybe 2% of women's sports. And then with the streaming era and the proliferation of all of these new streaming services, you know, now it's around 15% sports. And the other thing that changed was the proliferation of esports mm. and gaming. And so I had the luxury while, while we were in the development stage of the Watch Sports app to have two teenagers at home, one being an avid esports player. He's a valorant guy through and through. Oh, wow. And so part of the iteration was thinking about not just Ronnie and I and our love and passion for sports and how we consume sports. It was how do young people today engage with sports and what are they interested in? And so when we created the Watch Sports app, we wanted a level playing field for all consumers who are interested in watching sports. And that meant, one, including eSports, and two, making it as easy to discover and access women's sports Mm. as it is to discover and access men's sports. And so the Watch Sports app actually, by default, becomes this great equalizer because it's as easy to find an eSports game as it is to find a women's sports event, as it is to quickly find and connect to, like, the NFL Combine, right? Like, Mm -hmm. we did it. And so that was part of our learnings. And Ronnie is an excellent partner because he consistently would challenge, you know, us as we were going along. Like, okay, but what does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) How how, how does that work? You know, And, and so... You know, Ronnie and I um, became a really great team, and I just have to share with everybody, when I had the idea to create a solution for what is today called event fragmentation, media fragmentation, the first person I went to was Ronnie, because I knew I needed somebody who had credibility in the global sports space and somebody who was going to be an excellent teammate and, and perhaps run a little defense for me. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is, this is an amazing product. It's uh, the Watch Sports app. Get it on the App Store if you have an iPhone or, or Google Play. It's awesome because the, there's a guide in there that really lists every sport, that you, every imaginable, and you could go forward or backwards one hour. You can filter the guide even for the sports you want to see because they list everything. But I found out the experience is much better if you go unfiltered just so you could get the total landscape of all the different sports and everything that you be connected with. And when, with one touch, you get 
sent to this game. And I was thinking for like for uh, you both, either Lydia or Ronnie, like, you know, as we see the NFL Combine, there's a lot of uh, young athletes who kind of go invisible because they're not on TV all the time. This now allows you to go and see them for the first time, whether it's in speed skating or in football. You are now getting introduced to players and personalities for the very first time. This can only endure something larger into an overall product that is now really sustainable. And now you're now connected beyond your own measure. You can never be more connected than you are now with the Watch Sports app. That's so true. And I think what I love about it is that when you think about reverse engineering all these different experiences, I mean, one of the great things about sports is that you got to go back and look at it. And the reason you got to mm-hmm. go back and look at it, it makes you realize that it actually happened. I mean, I can't believe that the 49ers lost the Super Bowl, but I have to go back and look at it. And the reason I have to go back and look at it is that there are just certain things that I wanted to try to understand. And so what I love about sports is that we all have this capacity to want to go back and look at it, and we want to find ways to understand it. Yeah. And this gives you that opportunity to do that with every sport. And one of the things that I love about this is that now as a young girl, you can look at all the opportunities in sports to be able to say to yourself, you know what, I want to go back and look at what I can do in sports, especially as, as a producer of sport, as a person, as a personality of sport. And so there are a lot of now opportunities that people are going to start to look at and say, wow, I can be part of sports in so many different ways. And that's what makes this so valuable. Yeah, we've certainly come a long way when it comes to exposure with, with women's sports and then connecting with people. Uh, you guys are certainly doing your part in in doing all that. And I do have a little bit of an off-base question for both of you because uh, I was a hockey goalie, so my hips are, are not exactly in the greatest shape. And I know that both of you put a lot of abuse on your hips back in the day with your positions. Again, uh, Lydia, you were an Olympic speed skater. Ronnie, you won a few championships playing safety back in the day. You guys know how to shift it around, but how do you guys keep your body limber, healthy, feeling good as you go through these other chapters of your life where you're you're finding success, you're, you're building things, you're connecting people in the world of sports, but you're just not doing it in the same way that we started doing things, right? Yeah, that's a great question, and I, I, I love it because one of the things that Marcus Allen just sent me is that he sent me this 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 uh, thing that we did early on in our lives around around karate and around the idea of understanding how to you know not only be a part of the community but to exercise all the capabilities of being a part of that community. And what does that mean? It means that you're stretching. It means that you're limber. It means that you're finding ways to be able to meditate. There's finding ways to be able to understand how your opponent's going to attack you. It's so many different things that we learn being able to understand just all the efforts of being around the karate community. And so, Hmm. yeah, I've taken that and I continue to work on that as a, a part of my kind of way of making sure that I'm staying healthy. What about you, Lydia? Well, you know, that is a great question. And the foundation that all of us, whether we participated in, you know, uh, playground sports or Olympic sports, we learned a lot of valuable um, uh, lessons. You know, we learned about, like, when you fall, you get back up. You know, when you you know, when you fail, you try again, you know, and so there's the, 
there's sort of like the life lessons and then there's the taking care of your body, right? You could only perform or compete at a high level if you're caring for your body. And so I've carried that over today. I still exercise. I, I eat well, um, but I apply the same competitive tools that I did when I was a speed skater to sports bubbles. And, you know, and I think Ronnie does as well. Um, he's in fantastic shape. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing to, you know, like look at him today and be present with him today. And, you know, we both stay in, in really good physical shape and to the best of our abilities, mental and emotional shape as well. Um, but, yeah, great, great lessons. And I, I just want to, like, pivot to mm-hmm. the Sports Bubble and the Watch Sports app. Because the idea for the, the Sports Bubble platform is to create a front porch for sports, meaning we want people to be able to come to Sports Bubble to easily um, find and access information and then be able to engage. But people don't stay on the Sports Bubble or the Watch Sports app platform they quickly get to where they want to go. And there are amazing platforms out there that offer sports content and sports engagement. And, and so what we are is truly that front porch to get people there quickly. Um, and, and part of our positioning was not to be competitive with a CBS Sports or a Peacock or an ESPN. It was to make sure that fans could quickly access the great and rich offering that those platforms have. Oh, I love that. It is. It's truly the front porch for sports. And I think like every bartender in Las Vegas needs to make sure they get this because they they now make their job so much easier. And you're now giving your customers everything they want with the Watch Sports app. Hey, before we let you both go, Ronnie, could I just ask you a question about the Raiders real quick? I mean, as a former L.A. Raider, what's it like now when you see Antonio Pierce as the head coach? Doesn't this seem like the right fit? Yeah, it does seem like the right fit. Uh, there are a lot of things that uh, I believe that are the right fit in terms of what it's like to be in that community. And, and one of the things that I learned early on, just being around Mr. Davis, there was something so passionate about the way that he went about his business. And 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 you see some of that in it, Antonio, and you see some of that because. There is a fire that that he had, and and that fire. I mean, he was the. Can you imagine on a Sunday after a game, he called me up and said, "Hey, I, I want to talk to you about the game." I was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> he goes, "This is Mr. Davis," and 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 that's what you want. You want somebody that loves it that much that they're willing to call you, they're willing to find out what happened and why did it happen, and and so you know. Those kind of moments in my life always are the kind of moments where you realize greatness. And greatness starts with you want to do anything and everything to find a way to get better. And that's what Mr. Davis did. And and I hope that Antonio can take a page out of that and be able to do that every day in his life. Ronnie Lott, Lydia Murphy-Steffens, we absolutely appreciate your time. Thank you so much for coming on with us and giving us that knowledge. But also, we're going to make sure that we promote Watch Sports app. It's extremely invaluable to us here in Las Vegas, and I know it will be around the world. Thank you again for your time. Oh, thank thank you you both. Really a pleasure. Absolutely. That's awesome. Wow. Uh, Trailblazer, Olympian, 
sports media pioneer, Lydia Murphy Steffens, as well as Hall of Famer Ronnie Lott and Super Bowl champion. That was amazing. Hey, we're over time. We got to take a break, but make sure you go online, get it yourself, get the Watch Sports app, sportsbubble.io, all that and more. It's Raider Nation Radio. Thanks for joining us here on Raider Nation Radio. It's the morning tailgate. Lindsay and Clay, thank you for being with us. And thanks for Ronnie Lott and Lydia Murphy Steffens to come on with us from uh, Watch Sports. You know, here's another thing uh, from the text line 702 365 9200. You can also text in your code word start uh, Frontier today. Frontier yeah. is the Stardust. code word. For Frontier is the, co- is, the, uh, is the code word for today for your chance to win $2,024. Vinny, there's a text uh, that, uh, that was brought up earlier. Uh, it was like uh, a question about. Vinny, is it true that the Falcons and Raiders have sent trade offers to the Bears for Justin Fields? You're going to get a lot of questions about the rumors that have kind of like circled around social media. Is there any truth to that? Or do you hear things that uh, that kind of like like go back and forth and either accentuate the rumor or at, at least obliterate it? You can't speak for the, for the Falcons, uh, but I would be shocked. Um, if the if if that was uh, the Raiders, because you got to understand, Luke Getze and Justin Fields are coming off two eh, years together, right? Okay, and, sure. and so uh, I don't I don't unless unless both of them figured out or decided, hey, it was everything around us uh, that made this not work. Um, unless they've come to that conclusion and are convincing the right people that that was the case, I don't see that uh, that that marriage happening again uh, for for another try with another team. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. It's it's weird to me that that people were so inspired by whatever it was towards the last half of the season where it just this seems like a done deal. And but I do think that Justin Fields gets moved, but uh, Ryan Poles is probably not going to give away that uh, that plan because he's already said he's not giving it away. At least today, yeah, maybe well, tomorrow. You can ask well, him tomorrow, Vin. I think I think the key to that is he hasn't gotten the offer that he wants. <laughs> I There's mean, I that. think that's that's pretty much where that all kind of falls. And, and until he does, he's going to say that's our guy and. You're going to have to really, uh, you know, uh, convince us otherwise. Of course, he's going to say that, uh, but but I think at this point they just haven't gotten the offer that they that they want, and and that makes sense because everybody wants to come here and use this time, whether it's at the combine, you know, the private workouts and pro days and all that, to kind of get a better handle on this quarterback situation before they then decide. All right, is this something that we need to address in free agency or or the trade? That will come after all of this process is taken care of. It's Vinny live from the NFL Combine in Indianapolis. We will uh, come back at 8 o'clock with Jason Fitz from Yahoo Sports. We'll talk about the NFL Combine as well as the draft, but also some of the stories that have come around about how certain coaches and certain players are not going to attend the draft and how detrimental that could be for certain trajectories of teams that need to get a little edge. We'll talk about that coming up with Jason Fitz from Yahoo Sports. Vinny live in Indianapolis. We come back in 90 seconds here on Raider Nation Radio. Lindsey and Clay here on your Tuesday.